This is the Salt Company National Podcast, a resource for college students on mission for Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to the Salt Company National Podcast. We are so excited that you are joining us and we're still a little bit living in the post-conference world, which is actually pretty exciting. I've already talked to students and to staff members who have just reflected back on conference and thought, wow, God is doing something really incredible in my salt company, in my church, but also he's doing incredible things through church planning, through the salt network. And I've, you know, even today I talked with a student who's just wrestling with what is next for them as they graduate from college or they consider their future. How can they be a part of the Salt Network church planning and just to see God's vision for reaching lost people? And um, so today we're excited to interview. We've got Tony and Zach back on the podcast, guys. The, we're back together again. Back together. So excited. Excited to be here. All the way from East Lansing, cold day in East Lansing today. Excited to be back on the podcast. Um, and so we're gonna uh, we're gonna actually interview Zach specifically and talk a little bit about Denton, but also talk a little bit about why church planning. And so if some of you guys are feeling this, like, okay, God, what are you doing in my heart and mind right now about my future with church planning? Is it something that I should consider doing? And what's the next right be- best step for me? And so I think Zach, you've obviously, you know, su- students will know you because you've been on the podcast. Students in East Lansing and Ames um, may know you a- already, but I think sharing your story about the decision to go to East Lansing, what that experience has been like, but then now the next decision to go to the next place in in Denton, Texas, I think is a helpful way for us to just process through what's that post-conference churn that's happening inside of us. So we'd love to get to know you even better, Zach, and we're glad (laughs) you're our host, but even a deeper look at Zach. So your story starts... um, by coming to Ames to join the Salt Network. So just tell us a little bit about um, why did you decide to come to Ames uh, to join the Salt Network and why the decision to go to East Lansing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's important. It's a little bit of context. So I'm basically a college student in the college ministry, similar to Salt, and got to done a powerful work in college. And I got introduced to the vision of Salt Network way back when, Courtney, right when it was, honestly, right when it was getting started a little bit back in yeah. 2016-ish. And and so I caught that vision and it was really birthed out of similar convictions that Salt Companies had and really believers across the, uh, the country and the world. It's like a level of like, there's lostness in the world, seeing the problem, people who don't know Jesus, and the way for them to come to faith would be normal people sharing the gospel. And so knowing that, and then a conviction with reaching college students, the Salt Network became very, like a a great place to do that. And so my wife and I moved from Texas to Ames, Iowa, where I think we were on staff together, right? We were, we were. There in Ames, so 2018. (laughs) And so, man, we wanted to be a part of what God was doing at the Salt Network. And I mean, we had no idea, honestly, where it would be today, but we jump in and it was there where we already knew that God was going to move us to East Lansing. I had a relationship with my lead pastor, Austin, from back in Texas. And he had basically, long story short, he recruited me to join the Salt Network to be his college director. And so we jump in out of a conviction for the lost and reaching college students. And so I don't know if that, does that answer your question? It, it, yeah. We knew we wanted to be a part of reaching the next generation. And what God was doing at Salt Network already was very exciting to us. So you've seen that, you've seen the fruits of your labor, your prayers of of you and Austin and so many others. But as you think about East Lansing and Salt Company, um, Michigan State, how do you 
how do you see that like fleshing out like the prayers and dreams? I mean, could you, what you imagined in 2019 when you went, just reflect on the last, you know, five years. Oh gosh, no shot. I would have dreamed that what God would do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's interesting because church planning is pretty, it's difficult. There's some risk there. I mean, you don't know, like, is this going to work? Is God going to bless it in different ways? And, and he, he, he always is, but just how's it going to work? So we moved to East Lansing and plant the church. And honestly, Salt County, Michigan State was such a sweet thing from the very beginning. We met in this little ballroom in the union. And I think year one, 75 to 90 students came and it was great. And then COVID came. So it, COVID's a part of our church playing story because year one, COVID came. Yep. But, and so we we kind of worked through that. That that was challenging though, with church planting, just a diff- different challenges. But But out of that, God really seemed to bless our ministry and our church. And over the year, I mean, every year seeing people come to faith in Christ, even through COVID, uh, developing student leaders at Salt Lake Michigan State. We've had some of the greatest leaders over the years, mm-hmm. staff. I mean, so it's been sweet. And and so really, I, I think we're on year five right now. So we're halfway through year five of Salt Michigan State. And the Lord has <laughs> the Lord has done way more than we would have asked or dreamed or imagined here at Michigan State. So it's been it's been a sweet thing. I, I could go I could go on and on, but the Lord has blessed Austin and our team and just different staff people that's come through and and it's been sweet to be a part of. Hmm. Okay, so Zach, you spent five years in East Lansing, seeing God do incredible things. You actually got to see one of your staff members go plant a salt company, wow. Drake, which Shout is exciting. Out. Go Bears! Go from Shout a out church to the plant, Greeley Bears. Exactly, go <laughs> Bears! So, from a church plant, you saw another church and a college ministry started. As you think back to your years in East Lansing, what gets you excited as you think forward to University of North Texas? Like, what about North Texas resonates with you with Michigan State and all of that stuff? And what is get, what is getting you excited about the next generation there? Yeah, uh, man, it's it's hard to see what God has already done at East Lansing, Michigan State. And honestly, not just our salt company, but Tony yours and across the country to not want to continue being a part of that. And our vision is to yeah. plant churches and to continue reaching more universities. And so there's a, little, there's a lot there, Tony, but long story short, like I want to see God. I want to, I want to have a front row seat. I've had a front row seat at Salt County, Michigan State. I want to continue in this, in this network to have a front row seat of what God's doing on the college campus. But, and then it's personal, like the North Texas thing, like the, alma, like my alma mater, the school I'm getting Let's to go. go back to to plant church, man, you know, it's just, man, it's personal for me, man. I'm, I'm pumped to see Salt Company on that campus. And if God would just do a fraction of what he's done, man, I mean, it would be so worth it. Excited to get there, meet the students at UNT and Texas Women's University. And man, just know, I, I am so humbled that the Lord wrote this story. It's not the story I would have written leaving Denton, but I'm, I'm excited. It's one I've never would have dreamed of. And now God's sending us back. I, man, just praying that God would do, you know, what he's done over and over again in this network. Yeah, awesome. Or I love, Zach, your sacrifice uh, to just, you know, it would be really easy to stay in East Lansing. I mean, obviously your students are absolutely incredible. The love their energy, their um, just delight in the Salt Network and desire to reach more students at Michigan State. And so your willingness to, you know, not say I'm, I'm done with East Lansing, but to say goodbye to relationships that you've built um, in that in that city and on that campus is really encouraging. And so as you think about, you know, kind of what Tony asked, as you think about Denton, you obviously, you said that's where you went to college. So tell us a little bit about why, why Denton, why do you feel like you wanted to see God do something 
um, in at the University of North Texas like he did at Michigan yeah. State. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard leaving. I mean, we've got a year or so uh, before we leave. And yeah, it's going to be difficult. I mean, the people here, the church, God is doing amazing work. He's gonna, he is, the best is yet to come at Salt Michigan State. But like I was saying, like we, we know that church planting is one of the greatest strategies to reaching college students. And to go to Denton, there's a lot of things that get me excited about Denton in particular. Obviously, it's the first salt company in Texas, which may may the Lord continue to raise up different salt to different states. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go, and and it's a school I'm at. It's UNT is unique, and and maybe down the road we'll do a a podcast talking specifically about the church plant. But if like Denton has over sixty thousand college students between UNT and Texas Women's University, and as we talked to pastors in the area, I mean they're so pumped that salt company is coming and that Zach we're coming back and. I mean, we're just excited. I, you know, Denton itself is a unique city. It's close enough to Dallas that you feel part of this uh, kind of like urban city, but it's far enough that it's a college town with its own identity. It's it's a sweet place, but it's growing. I mean, I could do the whole thing. Like the, the place is growing. More people are moving there. And and I think I think we know that when it comes to reaching new people in the city, church planting, it seems to be very effective. Like older churches certainly can reach new people and they will, but there is something about church planting in a city with people moving that it seems like new churches do a good job reaching it. So I'm, I'm excited to, to be a part of that. I don't know what the Lord is going to do in the next 10 years, but, <laughs> uh, but man, part of it is taking a risk and, and putting yourself in a place of dependence on the Lord. And it's, it's the people who take those kind of risks. They get to see God's hand in some unique ways. Yeah, Zach, that's good. As you talk about some of the risks associated with church planning, what are some of those things for you, your family? You've got a beautiful daughter. I mean, what are some of those risks that you have to take even personally to go to a place like Denton and to leave your home in East Lansing? <laughs> I don't know. It might not work. You know, I mean, in all the challenges, like, I mean, we didn't know, dude, we didn't know when we planned East Lansing that, uh, you know, the plague was going to come to the world, you know, and pandemic was going to shut us down. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things, Tony, outside of your control, like, uh, man, just different things like starting it out, getting the word out, um, even ta- even church planting without a building. I mean, there's so many things that make it instable, but man, the Lord blesses stuff like that to trust him. Um, people moving across the country bring risk, um, even just starting out and where you're going to meet. I mean, there's financial, like financial risk with fundraising. I mean, there's a lot of risk and and, and those are real things you got to consider and every church planter has to, but man, the reward, like, so we're recording this and this past Sunday, Generations Church out in Eugene. Let's just go, launched. baby. Let's go. And, and yes. that was risk. I mean, they moved, that's the furthest West we've gone. They took people over there and, and all these things, cost of living, but they just kicked off. I, Solomon, I think he said 400 adults and 90 kids. At incredible. Incredible. And, I, and I, I think if you ask Saul on this podcast right now, hey, Saul, was it worth it? The risk he go. Are you serious? It's not even a question, dude, because he's, I mean, they're so amped and pumped and God's doing a lot. And so, yeah, there's risk, but man, the reward outweighs it, baby. So Zach, as far as like, you know, talking to a student, whether that's like a student considering going to Denton or a student considering going to um, Knoxville or to Milwaukee mm-hmm. um, or even to Las Vegas or Mankato, how do you shepherd a student or encourage them to like starting to think through the process of like, should I do this? How would you just, whether it's a pitch specifically for Denton or just a pitch to say, say yes to church planning and be willing to go? Oh, do it, man. Do it. I, I mean, here's, here's the thing. God could call you to a number of things. I mean, you, he might call you to stay put, to get a job in a workplace, be present at the church you're at. But man, I would just say I've, I've done it once moving to East Lansing uh, and praying to do it again. But there is something about uh, 
what God's doing in the SALT network. There's something about joining a launch team at a church plant that opens your eyes to some opportunities that God can grow you, stretch you. I mean, honestly, even just being part of the launch team, praying before the church launches and moving, there's a closeness and a, like, a, like a family that you're on mm-hmm. that honestly, it, it's so unique. And so even just to be in that situation, to pray, to be desperate. And so, and God can use, I mean, the 52 people that moved to East Lansing, those are the ones, the heroes in heaven. I mean, the stories from East Lansing Salt Company and the Commons are on the backs of 50-something people who moved. And Mm -hmm. you can be a part of that. And something I was trying to tell someone who's considering it is, if you'll do it, you'll always be able to tell your kids one day, like, mom and dad did something great for the kingdom of God, and we took a risk, and it was worth it. And it's not pride. It's a healthy version of, no, we took a risk for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And to even just use that story to tell neighbors and your kids one day, it's like, Man, you always be able to say, I had a hand in planting the Commons Church or Salt Church or the church, you know, Ambassador Church in Milwaukee. It, there's something about that that I think is honorable. So yeah. I do it. Oh, it'd be so worth it. I promise you, it will be challenging. Some of you will face struggles that will be so difficult, but the joy on the other side it is so worth it. Yeah, I think there's, you know, talking with the the generations team, I was fortunate enough to be at the kickoff this, you know, this you past weekend. I was. Oh, let's was, go, Eugene, baby. Awesome. Come on. Yeah. If if you could see me, I'm sporting the new salt company merch that I got when I was there. So I'm just so proud of oh, Oregon. Wow. Um, but even just talking with, you know, Jack and Sydney and Kendra and Saul and Davis and that whole team, just they you know, went through a lot of challenges to get to, to that Sunday. And so I, I have, you know, been talking with them all year, all year long about how they've been preparing and planning and how much work that it's taken for them. Mm. And the thing that, I mean, you're absolutely right, Zach, that if you called Saul and asked, is it worth it? He would say, oh my goodness, absolutely worth it. And I think there's also something to be said about the challenges that they've already experienced in doing the hard thing to say yes to Jesus and and to hey, say, hey God, here's what we have. Here's the things we're going to offer our gifts, our talents, our times. And would you do something with what we have for your glory and for your kingdom. And so even hearing stories already of Oregon students, um, Purdue students, Greeley students, Orlando students, you know, the students even from just this year who have said yes to Jesus. And it's like, that is absolutely worth the amount of energy and um, uncomfortability that you feel in making that kind of decision. And so there's, you know, obviously Jesus shows us that like, you know, to suffer with him, is to know him and to and to carry the burden that he carries and to that we can experience the goodness of of God's kindness to us to Jesus's kindness to us through suffering um, specifically and so yeah I mean I don't want to say church planning is suffering but to a real reality there is sacrifice and suffering that takes place but there's also so much joy in some of like those pains and so I think to not say yes to church planning because you're afraid of what would be difficult. I would say God has something for you in that pain and that difficulty that you can be absolutely overjoyed with just seeing the fruit of what the spirit of God has to do in that place. Hmm. That's great. That's good. So Zach, you've got, I was just, Tony, I was just thinking like one other reason why going on church plant, if you're a student would be so helpful and formative is uh, church planting requires a lot of help and people to serve, whether it's the parking team, setting up church, leading small groups, helping with salt company you want. I mean, if you're if you're looking for a way to serve God's church in a local church, 
starting at a new one at the beginning, man, is so helpful and we need help. And so whether it's Denton or Knoxville or Milwaukee or DeKalb or any of these other places, I would just consider the ways that you could help these church plants from the beginning. It would be super helpful. Yeah, that's good. So Zach, you've made a decision to go, but there's space between the decision you made and the time you actually land there. So what are you praying for just in the meantime, whether it be for you, your family, your launch team, your staff team, like what are all the prayers that are circulating in your heart right now in the space between the decision and and you landing in Denton? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we announced it a month ago or so and, and we're leaving next May, 2025. And so we got some time that, I mean, honestly, I'm excited about Denton and we've got a lot of prayers that we're praying right now. The first one is Michigan state salt company trying to lead and serve well and raising up people to continue leading this after we leave. And God has provided us with such an incredible team here at Michigan State. And so honestly, praying for that transition is something I'm praying for. And and as you think about the other SALT directors or other staff transitioning to church planting, pray for their the people they're leaving behind because God has a lot left to do, obviously, there. And, and so for us and anybody else church planting in 2025, right now, we're praying for staff to consider joining the team and and who God might raise up. We're praying for vision and church names and values and and just a unique vision for each city that we're planting. And so pray for us, pray for them as we consider these things. And, and honestly, just pray for the city and the campus. I mean, nothing grows your heart for a person or place like praying. And, and so just pray for Denton and UNT and Texas Women's and and for Knoxville, University of Tennessee, and NIU, and University of Milwaukee. And just start praying for them. And honestly, even if you're considering church planting, if you're a student, you're a junior, or even a senior with Las Vegas or Mankato, I would just encourage you right now uh, to begin praying for those places and those students and and even looking up the places and praying. And God could turn your heart and you could jump on board or you could just pray for them for the next 10 years and not move. And still you could tell your kids and, and just be a part of it with your heart. That would just mean the world to us. Yeah. I think I love um, in first Corinthians three, when um, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and he says that, um, that Paul planted Apollos watered, but it's God who gives the growth. That's right. And so I think even if you are sitting here thinking like, what, what piece do I play in this? How can I be praying for Denton, the students at the University of North Te- Texas or Women's Texas or other universities, you can be a part of asking that God would start planting those seeds and that um, people would be watering those seeds and, and people from Salt Company and, and the future church plans would be a part of uh, reaping what God has grown in those places. And so I think even having some ownership of just like, God, I want to commit to praying for for Denton. I want to commit to praying for Knoxville or, or DeKalb or whatever it is, I think is a really beautiful piece of our network that we can all participate together and just have believing prayers that God's going to do more and more for His glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, praise God. Well, Zach, you are a great friend a great host of this podcast. And we're so <laughs> thankful that you are going to the University of Northern Texas Just North Texas, not Northern. North Texas, not Northern. In Denton, Texas. So, hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you are excited to pray and have vision for church planting, but generally and specifically Denton, Texas, we just want you to know that you are in good company. We'll talk to you guys next time. 